Oren B. Andy G. How How's you it going? going, mate? Yeah, pretty good, brother. Uh, I am anyway. Can't say much for <laughs> my 12-year-old t- daughter. COVID is in the household. Oh, are you stuck at home? Well, no, I'm, I'm because I'm a critical worker, my line of work means I can go to work as long as I test negative in the morning. So I've got to do a rat test Ooh. every morning and negative so far. Feeling 100%, no issues. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but my poor little 12-year-old, she went on school camp last week and Hello. her and Mia, my uh, middle child. But anyway, they, they um, Ashlyn's year, three of the girls went home from her dorm during the camp. Um, now we know why. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then suddenly Ashton came down with it. We did a test positive. Yep. And uh, she's retested positive again today, just to be double sure. Um, yeah, wasn't really keeping food down on Saturday yeah. and and then was just presenting with, you know, the telltale flu or cold signs, if you like, but just she, a little bit, a little bit worse off. Was she vomiting? Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't keeping yeah, they food that's down. A- yeah, it's a big factor over there, I reckon, with kids. I reckon that's one of the main things that the showing signs is throwing up. So Yeah, well, that's it. And kids generally are just little spewers anyway, aren't they? <laughs> but, <laughs> yep. Yeah, but this one's definitely COVID. It's been confirmed. And uh, you know what? She's a little trooper. She's uh, she's the brightest I've seen her today, actually. She's she's happy. But uh, everyone at home is staying at home. My wife, all three of my daughters, uh, except me, I'm still having to go to work unless I test positive. But I'd rather go to work than be positive. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if I'm honest with you. My nephew just tested positive. Oh, no. Like, literally today, just tested positive. He texted me this afternoon. He said, oh, I just tested positive for COVID. <laughs> is, is, this your, is this your nephew that's come fishing with us a couple of times? Isaac, yeah. Isaac. Down the, lives oh, down there. Okay. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He's got it now. He got it from his girlfriend. She had it. So oh. that was inevitable. <laughs> Young lad's got himself a miss. Yeah, he's had himself a girlfriend for a while now. Oh, so good on him. Yeah. To answer your question, how have I been? Pretty good. Getting along. Busy yep. is all buggery, but that's all right. Because you were talking about how you bought CNC lathe and you've got yourself a bit of work lined up for that now, which is good. Yeah. I was getting a bit stressed there for a while, <laughs> spending all this money and then not having the work for it. But I've been on the phone and finally get starting to get a bit of stuff flowing in for it. So I've been doing that as well as the building side of things and mm. keeping very busy, which is good. Yeah, for sure. Well, I suppose yeah, you're in that position where your days are so busy, you're like, you get home and you just want to blob and do nothing, eh? Yeah, well, I can't do that. I sit, in the, I sit in front of the TV eh, and I'm just like, oh, I've got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, would you consider yourself an active relaxer? Because that's where I'd put myself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not the sort of person who can sit for hours on end and like read a novel. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to be up doing something. That's why I relax. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, well, this is it. Like, I'll, I'll just, this is what my week looks like, right? So podcast on a Monday and then between uh, Monday and a Friday, I've got to edit the thing. Uh, I've got my radio show every day, which I need to do in the evening. Uh, Tuesday is, uh, I've now got f- uh, soccer training. So I've joined a soccer team. Um, <laughs> Wednesday's fire training. Thursday, I've now joined a fitness boot camp. Um, oh, so, yeah. so really Friday is my free night of the week. And yeah. uh, Saturday, I've got my football game, my soccer game. So you know, it's, it's like there's never a dull moment, really. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Into it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. talking of getting into it, let's get into the podcast. This is episode 19, um, which is pretty insane, to be honest. And um, we're still going strong, which is good. Yeah, yeah. 
So here we go. Flying by, mate. Flying by. Two, three, four, five. Down the tools. Up the mic. A truly guy. A radio guy. Two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos. We're dads. We're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything. It's all fair game. One hits nails. And one nails hits. We'll review good beers. And just shoot the sh**. We're R&B and Andy G. And this is Tradio. Tradio. Well, here we go into episode 19. And as I was telling you, my 12-year-old daughter, Ashlyn, is uh, fighting COVID at the moment. And she's got this fantastic story about a uh, experience at the supermarket when it comes to COVID. My friend's mum's friend, who's got a friend, she had COVID and she went to the supermarket with COVID. My friend's mum called the supermarket and said that there was someone in your shop with COVID and then they went over the speakers and said come here if you have COVID-19 to the front desk and 12 people went up to the front counter with (laughs) (laughs) COVID-19. It's insane, eh? It's just everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah so they, away they from it, yeah. only expected one person to show up, but 12 came forward. Just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, on a brighter note, mate, you know when uh, you and I enjoy an ice-cold beverage, and the worst part about those ice-cold beverages is when they become hot beverages because they've been That's left right. out too long or we're just not drinking them fast enough. Um, I'm my not brother, English, mate. I'm not English. I don't like warm beer. <laughs> yeah, they do. But my brother, a long time ago, bought me this fantastic beer cooler, which is like a double-skinned uh, double skinned cooler, which you sit your beer bottle into. And it's got like a rubber seal around the top that sits nicely around a 330ml can or a 330ml beer bottle. And it actually keeps your beer cold for way, way longer. It's quite insane how cold it stays. Anyway, I, I enjoyed it so much as I thought, well, along came your birthday a couple of years ago and I bought you one. Yep. And, had a thrashing. <laughs> yeah, same. And they're called Husky, H-U-S-K-I. And they're actually developed and um, brought to the table by one of my brother's uh, old schoolmates, actually. And uh, the business can be found, husky.co.nz, H-U-S-K-I, husky.co.nz, where you can get them. Uh, they do wine coolers, wine tumblers, beer coolers, short tumblers, three-in-one bottle opener, wine cooler tote, accessories, and even an e-gift card as well. So you can purchase one of those and give them to a friend. And the reason why we're talking about this, mate, is because, well, we have a Tradio first, a bit of good news for uh, for our Tradio listeners. And the good news is we are giving two of them away. Two we are. lucky listeners are going to end up with one of these in their hot little hand to keep their beer nice and cold. Yeah, absolutely. And they're called the Husky Beer Cooler 2. You literally will never drink a warm beer again. That is Husky's byline, and it is so true. So it is the Tradio Beer Cooler Giveaway. Keeps your beer up to 10 times colder, and these things are like triple insulated, so there's no way that the cold is going to get out when you have a beer inside one of these. Sounds good. So, like we said, we've got two of these to give away. We've got one to give away to two lucky Tradio listeners. They're worth 45 bucks each. One is brushed stainless and one is black. Now, I've got the brushed stainless one. You've actually got the black one, haven't you? I do, mate. I've got the black one and it still looks as good as the day it came out of the container. 
I think I was deliberate with that though, because I didn't want yours to be the same as mine, so that we'd never confuse them. That's right. Um, I don't want to be drinking your your beer. I get your man germs. <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, like we said, there'll be two winners. So how do you win one of these? Well, all you have to do is grab the Tradio Husky keyword, which Oren is beer. Do we need to spell that out for you? <laughs> not the big furry kind. Yeah. No, no, not not bear. Beer. The stuff you drink and put in your husky. Uh, so what we want you to do with that keyword bear is to visit our Facebook page, all right? It's facebook.com forward slash Tradio Podcast. You must go and like our page and you'll see pinned at the top of the page a link to a very quick entry form to enter. All you have to do is just go into that, put your details, the keyword to prove that you've heard it, and uh, you're in the draw. It's as easy as that. And uh, look, it is, though, limited to New Zealand and Australian listeners only because uh, that's that's where the uh, Huskies are going to be sent. So New Zealand and Australia, we're sorry to everyone else. Eventually, we'll try and figure out something that we can give away worldwide. But um, yeah, get involved. So the keyword beer, visit our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Tradio Podcast. Like it and entry uh, via our entry form, all right? So get amongst. And like I've said, Husky doesn't just do beer coolers. They've got a whole range of products, which in fact will make really good gifts. So we're talking wine coolers and wine tumblers. The Beer Cooler 2.0, which is what you can win. Uh, short tumbler 2.0, a three-in-one bottle opener, wine cooler tote accessories. And like we said, you can even get an e-gift card as well, which means if you you buy, um, say you pay $50, you can actually send that to someone you know via email if you like, and then they've got this $50 credit to spend with Husky. So husky.co.nz, H-U-S-K-I, go and check it out. Got to say a big thanks to Simon Husser who's the man behind it all. And uh, like I say, Aaron, you and I can both speak from experience that it's a fantastic product to have in your hand when you're drinking a cold. It's a good product and it works really well. And he's developed it all himself and he's done a damn good job of it. He has done a damn good job of it. Thanks to Husky, husky.co.nz. Get amongst, get in the drawer. Uh, We're going to give you probably until the end of June, I'd say, to uh, get yourself into this. So our episode before the end of June, uh, we'll be drawing the winner. So good luck. First football game in 13 years on Saturday, mate. <laughs> mate, we're not getting any younger though, are we? No, cer- <laughs> certainly no spring chicken. I tell you what, I'm still paying for it now and it's been three days. And <laughs> honestly, because um, I, I contacted this local football team because my daughter has just started playing it. And it, it inspired me to get back into it because it was something I did lots of in my youth. And, you know, and obviously 13 years ago was the last time I did it. And I just thought, you know, I'm keen to get back on the field myself. I suppose your brain was thinking, I'm still 18. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got in touch with this team. Now, I'll be honest with you, the team is at the moment at the bottom of the league. You know, they're not Manchester United, right? <laughs> It's a social team, good bunch of guys, some very good players, but they haven't really had the greatest season, and that's cool. I mean, I'd love to go in and there. You've and changed around the, You've changed it all around for them? Not yet. <laughs> I, I haven't quite put on my Cristiano Ronaldo shirt yet. Um, but let's just say my first game on Saturday, we didn't do too great, but I almost had a hat trick, three goals in the first 10 minutes. Oh, um, holy. 
but just bear in mind, I said almost. <laughs> I didn't actually almost. get a hat trick. Um, good defending from their team, the opposite team, and the goalkeeper oh, was pretty good yeah. too. That's um, you lost out to good defending. Yeah. Take your is, head off to them. Good, good defense. Good defense. Yeah, good defense, boys. Good defense. Uh, good goalkeeper. Nice job. Nice slide tackle. Thanks for not taking out my ankles. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yes. Yeah, so the, uh, the the coach of the team was, you know, he was really happy to have me there, and I was pretty happy to be there too. But he's like, look, we really need strikers who can go out there and just slot the ball in the back of the net. And I thought, well, do you know what? I'm going to try my best. And I even said to him, I am no Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's fine, that's fine, but just get out there, have some fun, and just do your best. And I thought, okay, sweet. Haven't done a training session in 13 years. Got out there, almost got the hat trick. But he said to me, look, I'm going to keep you out there for the whole game. And, <laughs> uh, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. That's great. I get to play the whole 90 minutes. Brilliant. Boy, am I regretting it now. Halfway through, you're putting your hand up going, coach, coach, get me off. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. We had to call an ambulance. What for you? Not for me. I should. I honestly, I should have. I should have asked the ambos to help me off the field as well. But no, unfortunately, our goalkeeper, and it was his first game in twelve years. Oh, he no. pulled off the most immense save, fantastic save. When he landed, he's a slightly bigger guy because you know you get all sorts of shapes and sizes in social football. Um, slightly bigger guy, fantastic dive, brilliant save. He lands on his left arm and breaks his humerus. Oh, shit. Yeah. Would have hurt. Yeah, it did hurt. And so because of that, he was in a sort of a state of shock. And the, the best thing to do in that situation is not to move them. You know, if someone's hurt themselves, yeah. don't move them uh, until the ambos come along. Because obviously, if you try to stand the guy up, he could collapse and do further damage to himself. Um, but anyway, so he was there, and it took about, the ambulance was pretty quick, took about 15, 20 minutes for the ambo to turn up, and then three paramedics came onto the pitch, and, you know, this, this goalkeeper still laying in the goal. So the, the game was delayed for about 35, 40 minutes. Um, what did the ambo say over the radio to the hospital? They say, we've got a case of another man who thinks he's 20, but he's actually 45, and... <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. I think there's. I think there is a pill for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they, they took him away. They took him to the hospital for observations. Yeah, but I, I just hope the guy's all right. I mean, I don't know him well enough. I don't have his contact details, so I can't check in with him. But I, I hope we do see him again uh, a bit further down the track. But he certainly won't be back on the pitch with us for a little while yet. So no. while it's been three days since the game, and I'm very sore and really struggle to even put socks on at the moment. Um, <laughs> His injury is slightly worse. So yeah. thoughts with him. Yeah, I'm I'm still recovering from my one. Did I tell you about my knee? No. One of the boys I'm in dirt bike riding with decided to cut me off and take me out. Oh, good on him. Absolutely T-boned me. Oh shit. Really? I was going up a hill and I had to jump across a rut. So I had to turn on the hill and he just come up the inside of me and he was trying to pass in a place where he probably shouldn't have been trying to pass. And he just smoked me into my leg and I think he hyperextended my leg like on an angle the wrong way. Oh, yeah, yeah. And something in there went bang. And uh, that was about six weeks ago now, five, six weeks ago, and it's still not right. I might have to go to the doctor and get it checked. Potentially a bit of ligament damage. Yeah, it will be, I think. It just feels like the ligaments or something in there is not right, eh? It just doesn't mm. feel right. So, oh, bugger, mate. Bugger. So I'll have to go to the doctor. So I haven't mm. been riding for a couple of weeks, which is unfortunate. I feel like a fatty now. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate it, eh, when I don't do exercise. I just sit around yeah. and uh, might as well have a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might as well have a beer in my husky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But things like when you're doing your um, your, your cross country, etc., your off road motorbiking and stuff like that. I mean, it, 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 you're sort of burning a few calories when you do it. You must do, right? Oh yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, fair bit. Yeah, yeah. If you do a big, big ride, eh, hey, you burn off heaps, man, mm. and fluid. Like you, I think one day when you know, we had that real hot spell, probably I don't know, must have been about a couple of months back, where it was real hot for a few weeks. Yeah. I went for a ride then with some mates and I drank about a litre of water before I went. I had a two-litre camel pack on. I drank that. And then when we got back to the car park, I drank another 1.5 litre of water. So it was over four and a half litres of fluid that I drank in the few hours we went riding. And I, just, and I was still dehydrated. You probably didn't have a piss either, did you? Nah, it comes out like tar when you try and take a piss after. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, that sounds nasty. Um, yeah, no, fair enough. I can understand that uh, you'd go through that much water. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, hope you come right, though, mate, because uh, I know that's one of your passions. I've got a, I got a thing. I, I, you sent me through our little prep sheet. Each, mm. each week, Andy sends me through a little prep sheet for our Tradio thing. And on here, he's got a thing about the guy from the feelers. And I thought to myself, holy shit, he looks old. Oh, I thought exactly the same thing. I haven't seen him in so long. I was like, far out. What happened to him? <laughs> yeah. James Rage from the Phoenix really, really has aged, doesn't he? Not well either. <laughs> no. As you say on the prep sheet, I've written down, I've got a bit of a story to share about um, James Reed of the Feelers band. Uh, great band, by the way. The music's fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah awesome music. Yeah, really good. Um, well, he was on Seven Sharp, which is a current affairs program on TVNZ1 the other night, as you said. And it just reminded me of the time he was a complete dick to me, <laughs> personally a dick to me. And he embarrassed yeah. me in front of about 10,000 people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you obviously know that I've got a bit of a history in radio. Yeah. And, well, back in 2007, when I was living in Invercargill, right at the bottom of the South Island of New Zealand, uh, there was a big concert on. This was in 2007, and the concert was called The Summer Hummer. And really? it had bands like Goodnight Nurse and The Feelers were like the headlining band as well. I can't remember the other bands that were part of it. Um, but anyway, so in between each band, it was my job to go in there and warm up the crowd, get the crowd going, and then introduce the band on and really get them hyped up for the music. And I was in my element. I'm backstage at a concert. This is brilliant. And it's my job to get out there and get the crowd going. So anyway, what I did then is it was time for the feelers to come on. I remember standing backstage and all I could see was James Reed staggering towards the stage, acting like he was Liam Gallagher. That's, that's the, <laughs> you know, he's, he's got that sort of strut going on, you know? Yeah. And I just thought, okay, that's cool. He's, he's a rock and roll star. He's got the old strut, but apparently he was pretty damn hammered as well. And you could kind of see it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at the time I was like, this is the feelers. They're a great band. I did a documentary on these guys when I was studying radio back in um, whatever year it was. And it was, you know, it was a good documentary that actually got played on radio in New Zealand. So I had a lot of time for the feelers. Anyway, so I get on stage and I uh, get the crowd going and say, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the feelers? And the crowd goes nuts. And I said, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, make a lot of noise 
for James Reed and Hamish and um, all the other guys that were in the band. And then suddenly James comes onto the stage and takes the mic off me and he says, and Andy Lynch, you dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so basically what had happened is when I introduced each member of the band onto the stage, what they hadn't told me was that they'd added another guitarist. And so I didn't have this guy's name written in front of me. So basically, James Reed was straight on his microphone and said, and Andy Lynch, you fucking dick. And this is in front of 10,000 people. (laughs) Now, Andy Lynch is a very well-known musician as well. He's been with the band Zed, um, you know, Renegade Fighter. Yeah, etc., etc. But yeah, I mean, Andy Lynch is a great musician in his own right. Uh, he's a session musician as well. That's my understanding. But anyway, great muso. And he officially joined the Feelers in 2008. So this was the year after this concert that I was emceeing. And, yeah. um, and so basically, I hadn't received the memo that they'd got this dude in just for this show. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, like I say, James Reed jumped on stage in his pissed state and, uh, really embarrassed me in front of 10,000 people. And I thought, you know what, you're a dick and I don't no longer, <laughs> no longer have much, uh, much time for you, my friends, but you can see the years yeah. have not been very, um, very kind to the man. No, the only but, thing that's kept them going is the Corriglen Tavern, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, the Corriglen Tavern, you've got to, you've got to give them a nod, eh, for the amount of great talent they get through there. Yeah, you're not a Kiwi unless you've seen the feelers play at the Corrigan Tavern. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and most other New Zealand bands as well. <laughs> I went there one night and I saw LMNOP, the feelers, and there was one more. There was one more, not, not quite as well known. Oh, it was Atlas. Oh, yeah. Remember them? Yeah. It was them as well. Yeah, three of them. It was actually a cool night, man. Oh, because that's funny because Andy band. Lynch, Andy Lynch, I was just telling you about, who I wasn't briefed that he joined the feelers. Uh, Andy Lynch has been with Zed, but he's also been with Atlas as well. So Hi. small worlds. The New Zealand music scene is a very, very small world. I think at some point there's like two degrees of separation between everyone and the yeah. music scene. Radio. Talking of music, how's David Bowie's Space Oddity coming on, mate? Because I set you some homework in the last episode to learn it on guitar. Very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know how we're catching up in July? Yeah. Um, I've got a guitar here, so you don't need to bring yours, but yeah. I need you to learn learn Space Oddity by David Bowie. I'll, I'll write it down, Space Oddity. Yeah. But it'd be quite cool. I just thought it'd be cool. I mean, I've got my piano here and I've got my guitar, so you can play the guitar and I'll play the piano. We can have a good old jam session. I think Space Oddity is one song that I actually wouldn't mind us recording. Oh, I think I know the song you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it goes, ground control to Major Tom. Yeah, I know one. Yeah, it's good. Ground it's control. Good oh, it's a. It's my favourite at the moment. I, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I, I just think it's such a solid tune, man. Yeah, so I've I've learnt yeah. it um, on the guitar, and it's got some pretty intricate chords. I reckon you'll probably yeah. find it easy. Yeah, learn it. I mean, it won't take you long to learn. No, um, I'll have a crack. I had my first decent sort of jam today. Actually, this afternoon yep. I got home from work. I just. Thought I had half an hour to spare. I just finished doing some work out in the shed and I was going to just go straight inside and start. And I thought, no, I'm going to stop. I'm going to play my guitar for a while. So I had a good jam and so I played it through once. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a fantastic song. I mean, are you, are you overly familiar with the song and how it's laid out? Oh, yeah. Now that I've seen it and listened to it on YouTube a couple of times, yeah, yeah. I remember it. 
It's, I mean, uh, yeah. the thing is, I, the reason why I've asked you to do that is because when we catch up in July, I really want to record us doing it. Obviously, me on piano, you on guitar. And then a bit later on, I might overlay some more guitar and maybe some harmonica over it. But it's the thing, though, when you sort of get together and, and record a song like that, it's always good to put your own spin on it, eh? So yep. you don't have to learn the song exactly how it's set out. It's just however we want to do it, really. But I just thought, get your head around it, and then we'll be able to record it. And I think we'll put it on the old Tradio Facebook page so people can hear it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, that's the that's thing. Great. Because of because of copyright laws around playing music and stuff on podcasts, we can't record it and play it here, unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so no, we'd have to direct people to the Facebook page to be able to hear it. But the reason, I mean, you hear our jingle on Tradio, but that's because we wrote it and performed it ourselves. Yeah, it's ours. Um, (laughs) Someone will be trying to copy and make money out of it soon. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But no, that's cool. Um, So, well, at least you're sort of giving it a nudge anyway. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll get it down. Shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past you, mate, to to get it nailed. Maybe, maybe, maybe for the first time. Maybe for the first time ever, there's a song I can teach you on guitar. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> might, might come down to it. Yeah. I was a bit rusty actually when I started today. I hadn't played in properly, like hadn't had a good jam session in probably a month. Oh yeah, it doesn't take long to lose your fine, you know, where your fingers go, all the all the, all the finities about it, all the yeah. intricacies. But yeah, no, that's right. I'll have to try and play more. It's a good way to relax. I found this. I was actually feeling a bit stressed this afternoon with so much work piling up. So I thought. I'll just have a jam and actually a good jam, mate. It, it does actually relax you. It makes you feel heaps better. Yeah. <laughs> I spent about three and a half hours on my piano yesterday and I must have played Space Oddity by David Bowie about 11 or 12 times. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. man, I just get lost in that song. For some reason, it just resonates with me. I mean, I know the song has been out for decades, but there's just something you're, about it. You're a bit of a Space Oddity, so... <laughs> Thanks, mate. No, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I've never been huge on David Bowie's music, though, but there's just something about that one song. Yeah. But David Bowie, he was quite unusual, eh? Like, his genres for almost every album changed mm. all the way through. And yeah, I think he, he came up with some pretty amazing stuff for what he did, you know? Yeah, well, I think he adopted characters, didn't he? Like, Ziggy Stardust was one of his. Yeah. You know, and then he sang songs about Ziggy. Talking about his hair and yeah, it, it's um, <laughs> he's an interesting guy. I, I, should, I should see if he's yeah, see if he's got any uh, material out there worth reading. Yeah, but uh, yeah, certainly, uh, certainly a great song, and um, I'm I'm looking forward to us being able to sort of uh, lay something down when you come down here in uh, in July. Yeah, mate, we'll do it. We'll get it down. Yeah. Trade-y-o. Mate, remember a couple of episodes ago when I told you that someone had walked past our rubbish bin, which was still out on the street, and dropped their bag of dog shit in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we were, we were discussing, weren't we, about you know whether it's morally right. I mean, it's a rubbish bin, yes, but it's a domestic rubbish bin. If you're walking your dog and you see someone's rubbish bin, should you or should you not put your bag of dog shit in it? And this was after it had been emptied as well. So my wife brought the bin in, and this dog shit's still in our bin, and it, she opened the lid, and it stank. We sort of thought, well, we're going to let it slide. I mean, we're never going to find out who did it unless we just did a DNA test on every dog in their neighborhood. Um, (laughs) But anyway, she said to me, oh, the bin got emptied, but the dog shit still didn't come out of the bin. It was stuck in the bottom. Stuck in the bottom. And she had to go in the bin (laughs) (laughs) to to loosen the bag of dog shit. (laughs) 
Oh, and I just thought Wolfed gagging. that is next level. That is hideous. Sure, there's putting shit in the bin, but then there's their shit getting stuck that you have to go in there and manually remove. Um, yeah, I thought I'd just give you an update on that because you needed I've to got, know. So I've got a story with about animal feces. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> what we're talking about. Cat, my daughter decided to get one of the cats. So Erin went and got her a cat. Yes. And this thing is, it's a great little cat. It's friendly as, but my God, can it take a dump? <laughs> and it always does it every morning it goes to its litter box whenever i come out i make my morning coffee and i sit down to drink my morning coffee at the breakfast bar and this thing decides to go and take a dump next to the breakfast bar oh it's it must hate me eh? because man does it stink you can stink the whole house you've got to go and light a candle whenever it does a dump hey eh? yeah yeah cat shit does not well i mean shit doesn't smell good in in general <laughs> but cat shit really really does not smell good no. um and I bet the cat sits there eyeballing you while you're sitting down, eh? Pretty much. Looks at you and goes, <laughs> yep, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a change, though, wasn't it? Because I thought the cat loved you. Oh, I think it does. It likes it. It's taking a shine to Erin and the kids, but I think I'm the grumpy one, so. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, well, that's yeah, the thing yeah, with I, cats. Well, I'm not a big cat fan. I'm not yeah. a big people. I must pick up on it. You know, I'm not. A, I like dogs. I'm not a fan <laughs> of cats. So. Yeah, well, that's it. Eh? The cat probably well because cats just live to get attention, don't they? So if they get no attention, yep. they tend to leave you alone. Little shit. <laughs> <laughs> so my daughters joined Girl Guides a little while ago, and they've they've been with the guides now for about two weeks because my oldest daughter Ashley had been with the scouts but there just weren't enough girls in the group because well there was yep. one other girl and she wasn't there very often and my daughter just found it quite hard sort of getting, getting on with the boys you know and I can understand that at that age right yeah yeah so anyway um she joined guides and then my other daughter Mia decided to join as well which is great but They've been there two weeks and suddenly the girl guide leaders send out this passive aggressive email that this was to like every parent and helper. And my wife and I weren't part of this conversation when it started because our kids hadn't been at guides long enough. But this email comes through and my wife and I just looked at each other and thought, what the fuck have we got ourselves into? And it came through and said, I'll just read some of it for you. It says, kia ora whanau. Last week, we requested parent helps for the term, and we've been disappointed with the lack of response. We require a certain number of adult supervision to maintain ratios to ensure girl safety. Without this ratio being achieved, we cannot safely run guides. And then it goes on to say, unfortunately, if we can't get the numbers, we're going to have to cancel things. And we cannot run a unit where there's a safety risk for your girls. And I thought that is such a passive aggressive email. <laughs> and then when, because what it says is basically saying, look, if you don't step up and volunteer your time to run a specific night of guides, then sorry, we're going to cancel it all together. And then we're going to make you feel bad for it. Mm-hmm. We thought, Wait a minute, we're paying $180 a term for the kids to go to this. And then they're talking about, oh, well, there's not enough ratios. There's not enough adults to look after the girls. And I'm like, well, why the fuck did they let my kids join if they can't cover the ratios? Because <laughs> I'm probably expecting every parent that has their kids join to go, yeah, I'll volunteer. Yeah, yeah I'll I know. I, I, so that we, we are, you know, we don't mind helping out every now and again. But when you get a passive aggressive email saying, 
why aren't you prioritizing this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, we are busy, you know, we've got things happening. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's busy lives these days, eh? you sort of got always got something on yeah. and you're just doing all that. I mean, volunteering for kids stuff's good fun and it's good, but you just, you, there's only so much of it you can do, eh? otherwise you just get snowed under. Absolutely. And I said earlier that our nights are pretty tied up. And, you know, they do say we understand that everyone's busy and it can be difficult to find the time that we ourselves work full time. And it's like, well, we all (laughs) fucking work full time. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we all volunteer and do other things. We can't just give all of our time up to girl guides. You guys figure that one out. But anyway, yeah, so look, the girls are enjoying guides and they do have fun and it really is a good thing for them. But yeah, I don't appreciate the passive aggressive emails, eh? I mean, especially (laughs) as my wife and I weren't actually involved at the beginning. So, you know, don't get all on our case about it. We're doing what we can. can. You missed out on a good good weekend, mate. You know what this weekend just gone was? Uh, Oh, was it May? Boat show, mate. Oh, the boat. boat. Oh, did you go up to the boat show? Boat show. You went up on Saturday. Oh, I saw the ads for it. Yeah, Yeah, saw the the ads on TV for it. Yeah, and um, I was like, damn it, that was something you and I used to go to every year. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, mate, there are some nice boats out there. And I think the prices prices have actually come back a little bit, eh? I remember looking last year and the prices were horrendous. Oh, were they? They're still horrendous, but like 20 grand less horrendous this year. Oh, wow. (laughs) There were still boats up there that were you're like, you're like, whoa, that's a nice boat. Look at that. It's about 8.5 meter hard top with a 250 on the back. And you go, oh, it's only a quarter of a million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember last time you and I went to the boat show, we were like, oh, we'll just have a look around and maybe grab a bit of lunch or something. Anyway, I walk out with a new fishing rod, two new reels, a whole tackle bag, and something else. Uh, what was yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, more. Can't more help line. yourself. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was actually a good trip, to be fair. Yeah, I um, quite like going to those sort of things. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Blake's it's, taken to it, though, eh? Because he, yeah. he was the one who wanted to go. He actually said to me, we're going to the boat show this year. And he gets oh, up nice. here, eh, and he just loves he loves getting in all the boats, yep. climbs into all the big flash boats and goes down the front. He's looking at a cabin and lies on all the bunks. And <laughs> Well, that's right, because you and I found some nice boats that you could actually go inside and have a look around, eh? And we spent ages doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It was like a, it was like nice. a, a adults playground. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's bigger. <laughs> it was even bigger this year, eh? There were just so many boats, man. Yeah. Yeah, all these new brands, a couple of brands I'd never even heard of up there. Oh, okay. And they were big, nice, big boats. Well, maybe yeah. com- competition's a good thing, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I bring the price down in the next year or two. Like once people can travel overseas again, yeah. I might be able to afford to actually buy a bigger boat. But. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'd love to buy, actually, is one of those um, uh, robot vacuum cleaners. You know, the ones you can just, like, set to work when you go out for the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they call them Roombas or something, eh? A Roomba, Roomba, Roomba yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've got a, a bloody great story to share with you, actually. This, this cracked me <laughs> up, and I've, I've got to share it with you. Yeah. Uh, is that a woman up in Fungamata, which is only around the corner from you? Yeah. Uh, she posted on the local notice board Facebook page asking if anyone had seen a robot vacuum cleaner in the area. I think it was on Port Road. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, she sounds, I know this sounds mad, but has anyone seen an iRobot vacuum cleaner 
at the end of Port Road because what she'd done is she'd just put it on charge after a long time of not using it and storing it in the cupboard. She did hear it start up, and then later when she went to check it, it had disappeared from where she first left it to charge. She said that I (laughs) did have the garage door open, and now I'm wondering if it took off down the driveway because she cannot find it anywhere in the house. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a vacuum cleaner traveling down Port Road that escaped her house. I'm just thinking the street's going to be clean. Yeah, freedom. <laughs> People will be driving past going, oh, the council's on to them. Look at this. I've got Roombas cleaning the drains nowadays. That's brilliant. Yeah. I wonder if she <laughs> I wonder if she rang up the pound. Maybe the uh, the dog catcher caught up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, you're going to make Yeah. Have you ever seen? Oh, I'll tell you what. Actually, that reminds me. Those things, if you've got dogs or cats in the house that like to do shits, don't get one of those because they don't stop for poo. <laughs> oh, you were telling me, yeah, and it smeared it all over the floor in someone's house. Yeah, oh. there's a trail of shit all through the house because the, oh, the robot be... vacuum cleaner went over it. <laughs> oh, man, uh, the stench when you go home, you're like, oh, what is that smell? You're like, oh, <laughs> that was a busy day at work. Looking forward to some. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, but oh, there was there was thing. never actually an update though, so I don't know if she ever found her uh, robot vacuum cleaner, but. Escaped. Yeah, Hope Flat was like a chicken and came home to roost at the end of the day. (laughs) Cast your mind back uh, several episodes where we caught up with a girl called Kelly Fox who owns a couple of very popular Facebook pages, one that gets a lot of national attention, which is a traffic updates page. You remember her? Yeah, yeah. And she's an old friend of mine from radio. She's got a brand new radio show uh, because she left MediaWorks and uh, oh, yeah. she's got herself a little access show in Waikanae down in the North Island there. And she got in touch with me recently and she said, look, I'm just asking a heap of my friends if they can just record a couple of lines for me to play back, you know, between songs, etc." Yeah. And I thought, brilliant opportunity. I'm going to have a bit of fun with this. So I um, sent her a whole list of, you know, like Kelly Fox on Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. If you don't listen weekly, then get foxed. And I just thought, <laughs> yeah, Kelly Fox, and I thought I could play on that. But anyway, I recorded a whole heap of those, and I did some American voiceover ones, and I did one in the voice of David Attenborough, one is John Campbell, one is Mike O'Kane, Smithers and Burns from The Simpsons. I did one as Ray Romano. Um, you know Ray Romano? Everybody loves Raymond, and like he's the voice yeah. of um, Manny in the Ice Age movies. Yeah. The voice of Manny in the Ice Age movies! Uh, <laughs> SpongeBob and Patrick as well. and. I thought I'd share them here on the podcast because um, I thought they came out really well. So I'll share them yeah. with you. Have a listen to how this came out. It's Kelly Fox on Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. Now, if you don't listen weekly, then get foxed. Kelly Fox, the only radio host that'll help you avoid the traffic. Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. You're listening to Kelly Fox on Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. It's lucky you can't see her because she's totally naked right now. Why can I? You're so lucky to have Kelly on your radio. Like, local. She's here in your town doing what the big guys can't. And she makes a mean cuppa. Kelly Fox on Coast Access Why Can I 104.7 FM. The queen of memes and traffic reports. It's Kelly Fox on Coast Access Why Can I 104.7 FM. It's Kelly Fox on Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM with Kelly Fox. 
avoiding traffic like the plague. It's Kelly Fox, Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. It's the Fox, Kelly Fox, on Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. Get foxed with Kelly Fox. She foxes it up. Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. The Fox. A graceful creature and has been in existence for many years. The question we all ask is, what does the fox say? This particular fox has a lot to talk about. It's Kelly Fox on Coast Access Waikanae 104.7 FM. Oh, kia ora, John Campbell here. Simply great radio across Waikanae with a superbly marvellous host. It's Kelly Fox on Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. Oh, marvellous. Hello, this is Michael Gay, and you're listening to a foxy lady. It's Kelly Fox, a great radio host on Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. Bloody lovely. Smithers? Yes, sir? Who's this Kelly Fox I'm hearing all about? Ah, she's a host on Coast Access Waikanae 104.7 FM, sir. Excellent. Release the hounds! Hey, it's Ray Romano! You know, Manny in the Ice Age movies! You're with Kelly Fox on Coast Access Waikanae 104.7 FM! Hey, Patrick! Yeah, SpongeBob? Have you heard Kelly Fox on the radio? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love Kelly Fox on the radio. Uh, what radio? Oh, Patrick, you're funny. Coast Access Waikanae, 104.7 FM. Yay! I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> Driving through the Christchurch city centre recently and this granny rode across the road in front of me on the crossing and she was on a BMX. <laughs> and honestly, this granny must have been 75, 80 easily. But the thing that got me was not the fact she was on a BMX, but the fact that she was dressed like those teenagers that ride those BMXs. She literally, really? she had the hoodie and the cap and the baggy pants and the seat was like real low and angled upwards. You know how they yeah. they have that on their BMXs? <laughs> It was just fantastic. I, I I thought more power to her, man. That was the most amazing sight to see. <laughs> a granny at that age crossing the road. She did not give a fuck. Hey, she was out there having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody good. I mean, she she knew what she was doing. And this old granddad I saw on a skateboard, my God, he was better than I've ever been on a skateboard. Yeah, the bloody hard case, or are they some of those oldies? Yeah, that's it. How old are you? (laughs) What's the lesson? The lesson you learn is never let go of your youth, eh? Or you know, you're always always young at heart, aren't you, man? I thought that was pretty cool. You don't stop doing things because you get old. You get old because you stop doing things. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And you know, you look at the the jackass guys like Johnny Knoxville and all them shit. They're getting on, mate, and they're all skateboarders, and they still do all that shit on jackass. Yeah, but I think they're like got a pain fetish, those guys. Eh? They like hurting themselves. <laughs> I know. It's just incredible to watch. And that's kind of what it reminded me of, actually, seeing Granny on a BMX. It's like, yeah. hi, I'm Granny, and I'm going to do a BMX flip. <laughs> <laughs> a flip to break your hip. Yeah. Talking of uh, TV shows, I'm well into cop shows and stuff like that, you know, like uh, real life camera crews that follow around police officers. 
Yeah. And on uh, TVNZ On Demand, there's one called The Force Essex. And uh, Essex is like, it's like a, a county just above London in the UK. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Um, anyway, they follow the police from Essex. And there was one particular clip that had me chuckling and they actually ended up going to a driver that was just driving in their car as normal. And she had an epileptic fit and, um, you know, ended up crashing the car, but she wasn't going fast enough to cause any major damage or anything. Anyway, they get to her and when they open the door and say, hey, are you okay? You okay? And she's sort of coming to and she says, oh, epileptic fit you know and she's told them that she is epileptic and what had me chuckling about it not the fact that she was epileptic and had a crash but it was the fact that all these police cars are surrounding this car and they've all got their flashing lights on yeah. they haven't, they, <laughs> haven't they haven't turned off their flashing lights for this epileptic girl and i just thought she is gonna she did she had she had another fit um that's right and i just thought turn your friggin lights off stop you know, turn the yeah, flashing yeah. lights off. Flashing That's probably lights. what triggered her oh, again. The worst things. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just really unfortunate. Oh, yeah. And I just thought, yeah, surely they would have thought to turn off their lights if she's having an epileptic fit. Why would you leave them on? It must be a horrible thing to have, like epilepsy, eh? Like, because actually, I know my neighbor's got it. Oh, my neighbor yeah. over here, she, she's, she, she carries a little, you know, those medical alert bracelet things for it. Yeah, so. yeah, yep. But um, she, I was talking to her a while ago about it, actually, and she said she hasn't had a fit in, like, fucking 15 years or something, and they've got her on some medication that's, like, really good for it. So For a lot of people, it's manageable, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to do a dad joke off? Yeah, we can do a couple of jokes, mate. All right. I've been banking them up. I've been banking them up. I think I've got more than we need, actually, so I've got a few for the next couple of episodes all ready to go. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. You've been banking them up. I just find some excellent websites that have lots of them on them. Well, they must be excellent websites because I don't think you and I have done the same joke no. in the last 19 episodes of Tradio. You've probably just jinxed it, though, eh? This, this time <laughs> around, we're going to do the same joke. Yeah. Well, you and I both have different sources, so I guess that helps. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll go first, eh? Okay. My wife bet me $1,000 that I couldn't turn spaghetti into a car. You should have seen her face when I drove past her. <laughs> <laughs> Why are balloons so expensive? I don't know. Inflation. Oh, inflation. inflation. <laughs> <laughs> I've been searching all over YouTube for my favourite U2 song. But I still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> There's a second part to this. I, I used to get paid to write jokes making fun of U2, but now I'm doing them pro bono. <laughs> oh, God. Two cows are grazing in a field. One cow says to the other, you ever worry about mad cow disease? The other one goes, why would I? I'm a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I'd never date a tennis player because love means nothing to them. <laughs> uh, how do you make holy water? don't know. Boil the hell out of it. <laughs> if Snoop Dogg was an actual dog... What breed would he be? He'd be a Labradizzle. <laughs> or a or a Dopamin. <laughs> Dopamin. <laughs> I want to die peacefully in my sleep like my grandfather did. Not screaming in terror like the passengers in his car. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh Christ, we're going to hell for laughing at these. <laughs> Did you hear that the population in Ireland's capital is growing? In fact, it's Dublin. <laughs> and there's a second part to it. It says, like, I've heard the same about Rio de Janeiro. There must be at least a Brazilian people there. Why is England the wettest country? No idea. Because the Queen has reigned for freaking decades. <laughs> dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Yeah, she's old. No, she's 96 years old now, old Lizzie, isn't she? 96. 96. And then you had people recently bitching about the fact that old Lizzie didn't turn up to an engagement. I was like, hang on a minute, she's 96, she probably wants to fucking sleep in. Yeah, yeah. She's probably having tea and scones and a hip replacement. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so let's just give you a quick reminder about our Husky giveaway. It's our first ever Tradio giveaway. It's a Tradio beer cooler giveaway. Oren and I both have a Husky, H-U-S-K-I.co.nz. Good friend of my brother's actually owns the company and an old schoolmate. And a husky is like an insulated um, beer holder, really. You put your beer bottle or your beer can into it, and it keeps your beer up to 10 times colder. So you literally would never drink another warm beer again. And I bought you one for your birthday, Oren, many years yeah. ago, yeah, because very good. my brother had very bought good. me one. But anyway, I sent so, you a photo, actually, the other night, remember? You did. You did I send me a photo. I was a beer, and I sent you a photo of it sitting perfectly with the, in the, with the sun glistening off it. Yeah. Look lovely. I couldn't reciprocate the photo though, unfortunately, because I didn't have my husky with me. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should just start carrying it with me and just in case of surprise husky. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, we've got two of these to give away to our listeners in Australia and New Zealand. Sorry to the rest of our uh, worldwide listeners, but this one's for Aussie and New Zealand uh, due to the fact we can only send these to those countries. But we have two of the Husky Beer Cooler 2.0s to give away. Keeping your beer up to 10 times colder, they're triple insulated. And we've got, they're worth 45 bucks each. Now, one is brushed stainless and one is black in color. So there'll be two winners. So how do you win one of these? All you have to do is grab the Tradio Husky keyword. And that keyword, Oren, is? Beer. (laughs) It took us so long to come up with that. So long. But the keyword is beer. Not beer as in rah, but beer as in gluk, 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 gluk. B-E-E-R. So visit our Facebook page. It is facebook.com slash Tradio Podcast. All right. Go and like our page. You have to like it uh, to be a part of this. And then fill out the quick entry form, which is on our pin post to enter. We just want some details so we know where we can send it. And you obviously have to put that keyword in as well. The thing is, uh, Oren Husky has got a range of products as well that would make great gifts too. There's wine coolers that actually fit over an entire bottle of wine. Yeah, I've seen those. They're quite neat. It's very clever. Good. Yeah. Uh, the wine tumbler, the beer cooler 2.0, which is what you can win one of uh, the two that we've got to give away. The short tumbler 2.0, three-in-one bottle opener. There's wine cooler totes accessories. You can even get an e-gift card as well. So if you want someone to purchase something from husky.co.nz, then you can sort of prepay. Then they've got something to spend. I love it. So husky, H-U-S-K-I.co.nz. We can speak from experience because we have one of our own and you could win your very own with Tradio. So get onto our Facebook page, as I said, facebook.com slash Tradio podcast for all the info and you can be a winner. I'm pretty excited to have a giveaway for the first time on the podcast, mate. Yeah, yeah. Interesting to see how it goes. Be inundated with people wanting it. 
Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, if you want to uh, call us here on the podcast and you can figure out what the phone number is, then by all means do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be nice, we'll wouldn't it? We'll take hey, a caller right now. Yeah, we'll take a caller right now. <laughs> caller 10 will win themselves a Husky 2.0. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's, that's all good, man. So, yeah, Facebook page, get amongst and all thanks to Simon at husky.co.nz. Seriously, go and spend a bit of time having a look around the website. There's some really, really cool stuff on there which you really want to purchase for yourself or buy for other people. It's a beer yep, drinker's they're paradise. Good, they're a bloody good product. Yeah, it really is. So get amongst. Even thanks. if you don't drink, you can keep your can of Coca-Cola cold. Well, that's it. Know. Absolutely. It's not just to alcohol, is it? You can keep pretty much uh, any beverage in a 330 mil bottle or can or a 750 mil wine bottle, if you like, size. <laughs> Keeps it cool. grape juice. I want that. Well, so. I want to keep your grape juice cold. Exactly. It's quite amazing how it works. Literally 10 times cooler keeps it cooler for longer as well because it's all triple insulators. Good luck. Get amongst and you could be a winner and uh, we'll probably give it till the end of June. And that's when we'll draw our winners of the uh, Beer Cooler 2.0s. Thanks to Husky, H-U-S-K-I.co.nz. Lovely. Exciting. Well, mate, that's uh, pretty much all I've got for today. Yeah, mate, I'm uh, I'm just about ready to curl up into bed and go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a busy old podcast. We've had so much stuff to talk about in this episode. I mean, because yeah. I bank stuff Good. up as I go, and I just thought, holy crap, we're going to have to spread this over two episodes, honestly. There was so much stuff to talk about. Yeah. But we got there. Oh, it's good. Cram it in there. Absolutely. There's always something to talk about. That's right. It's been a busy yeah. few weeks. Oh, it has been, mate. It's always nice to sort of unload, isn't it? Yeah, it's good to catch up, see what everybody's doing. And yeah. Exactly. I was going to say earlier on, mate, it's only like, I think it's about seven and a half weeks, seven weeks now. Yeah, so we catch tomorrow, up. It's about seven weeks tomorrow, I think. When I pick you up from the airport, I will have a beer waiting for you. <laughs> that sounds good because I think we're arriving in the sort of early afternoon. So, yeah, don't forget o'clock by the time we get there. Don't forget your husky. <laughs> yeah, that's a must bring. Uh, but anyway, yeah. this is Tradio. Thanks to husky.co.nz. You can be a winner. And we have episodes every two weeks, which come out on a Friday. The next one is June the 3rd. So do come give us a like. Facebook.com slash Tradio Podcast. You can win a Husky for doing that. You can also flick us an email as well if you want to get in touch. Tradiochat at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Now, we have been talking about cats in this episode, Oren, and your cat, etc. And I just thought the thought for the day to wrap up this episode would tie in very nicely with that. Did you know if cats had wings, they'd still just lay there? <laughs> yep. Having a shit while you're having your coffee. <laughs> yep. Lazy little hooers is what they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you notice the difference between a dog and a cat? The dog will be in a chair and you get home and it'll jump out of the chair and it'll go, oh, sorry, master, that's your chair. You can have your chair back now. <laughs> if there's a cat in the chair, the cat goes, get your own fucking chair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, because it's a similar thing as well. Eh? It's like, um, man, my owner really looks after me. They give me everything I want. They must be gods. And cats are like, wow, my owner gives me everything I want. They give me pets. They let me sit on their favorite chair. I must be a god. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things. All right, mate, leave you to it. Good catch up. Oh yeah, mate. Trade me on.